Skyler, what's up, dude? What's your top album for 2019 so far? We're going to have this be a uh, kind of a back and forth discussion. So... We're hearing the repeat. It's killing me. All right. Let's Rihanna, what up? What's your top album? 2019 so far. All right, I'm gonna do a quick. I'm gonna do a quick actual intro. Close this. Might just have to do the volume. Just hit the volume and it'll it'll keep streaming. But uh, yeah, strong calm podcast. Strong calm podcast. We talk strong communication, strong community building, how those two things build strong company, whether that's the company that you're building, like a business, or the company that you keep. I'm super passionate about hip hop music. It got me into creative work. It's been a proper foundation for a lot of my career, I would say. Right. And I will always keep up with hip hop culture because it is uh, it's powerful. It is. It is. And uh, today, got Chris Patton, DJ yep, Cicero. Yep. Yes, sir. Cicero back in the building. Uh, we did our 2018 recap video a little while back, so figured we'd get back in here and do a little bit of what's been going on in 2019, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Um, invite your friends to the hip-hop group. I only want hip-hop heads in the group though hip so hop heads yep i don't i don't invite my mom mom can't come <laughs> in this in this group i, I guess uh, i won't kick my mom out i won't do that but right at the same time she probably won't step her knowledge up on the exactly exactly on the, on the golden but, uh, era of hip-hop invite right? your friends and uh this is going to be an interactive with the with the group too so uh if you've got a favorite album for 2019 so far um oh, put it in the in the comment we'll talk about it um so Let's let's take it back to kind of January, I guess. We'll just kind of kick it off. We'll start with the news, the breaking news, the the news of the moment. Then we'll right. get into top albums and what we're looking forward to for 2020 so, or rest of 2019, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the top one, you know, the first thing that happened really was was uh, was Nipsey. Right. Really. Yeah. Like that was the top of the year. Yeah, it was right around January, right there at the beginning. So, I mean, it was that was a big, obviously a big deal. I remember in the 2018 recap you had had nipsey in your list so we had talked about him a little bit there um, favorite album of of the year yeah you had me. him in there and um you know like i said i wasn't a, a huge nipsey fan there's a few tracks i really like hustle and motivate still one of my favorite tracks so uh you know and all that happened it was it was very unfortunate um i guess it kind of shined a lot of light though on uh him as a person him as an artist as well, but also a lot of the the good it looked like he was doing in his community. So, um, and that's right up your alley, uh, right up your alley with community here. So, I mean, it, you know, unfortunate, but it seemed like at least a lot of people learned more about him. And it's just the I don't know the social media age with something like that happening. You know, I'm a little bit older, so I mean, I was still young when like the Tupac thing happened. Mm -hmm. So, but it just seemed like that was kind of the biggest way something like that could happen but with social media now there's so much extra you know just footage of of him and good times and people going to the store and everything so it was it was interesting sad but also uplifting at least for me at the same time a little bit yeah yeah you're right and it's interesting you bring up you know of course the tupac comparisons and the biggie comparisons and right like, you know it unfortunately this happens this is a story that's been told in hip-hop 
right too many times yeah yeah and it's really just a you know it's 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 a myth that probably will never go away you know the the rapper that dies too young mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but you know it's it's amazing to kind of watch it happen right you know, I've never unfold. actually. Yeah, yeah there, there's that. You know, like we lost XXX Tentacion, but mm-hmm. I didn't really have an emotional connection with that right. because I just didn't connect with the music. Yeah, a little and bit it, younger, right. skewed younger audience, right. but yeah. But with with Nipsey, it was like favorite album. Mm-hmm. Been watching him grind for a while. Right. You know, I wasn't like you know way down. You know, like uh, the mixtapes and all that kind of stuff. But but still, it was just really interesting to watch. You know, it's essentially a legend become created. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of what it felt like. I mean, I remember, you know, obviously what what is it? The, uh, you know, freshman top 10. I think that's when I first heard of him, you know, on a double XL and stuff like that. But it was always seemed like, you know, he was on the come up. He was kind of on the rise there. And I mean, then this happened and it's like, yeah, just I mean, boom, let almost legend status, you know, almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at first, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of weird. But at the same time, when you see a lot of the reactions from California and from people out there. I mean, he was already obviously there, right? And on the West Coast, you know, we just might not have felt it as much here. We just kind of got the music, um, but you know, it seems like his um, impact just around the community out there was so big that it just, I mean, it just made it such a bigger story, and uh, you know, in yeah. a good way, I think. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's the thing. I think that a lot, like, it didn't. I didn't realize what kind of impact he was having on that local level. Right. You know, because you only hear, you know, a couple of interviews and that kind of thing. I right. knew he was interested in like science, you know, STEM and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, which is like, you know, crazy. You know, it's it's a whole nother way of thinking, right. you know, for most rap artists. So I knew he was doing some different stuff, but the impact was really something that was, uh, you know, I didn't anticipate mm-hmm. but it was it's mm-hmm. a good thing it's a good thing obviously well deserved because he's a man of uh character of course right you know uh the background influenced yeah. a lot of you know uh yeah, who he was and stuff matter. like that you know there are still videos of him like slapping people in the public oh yeah that, <laughs> that was a funny video though. Yeah. yeah right right but at the same time <laughs> that's just part of who he was and um it, but it wasn't all of who he was you know right so right um but anyway, on a lighter note, rest in peace, uh, Nipsey Hussle. Peace. Still made some dope music that um, still can enjoy today. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about Cal and Tyler? That whole deal, Billboard number one. You know, right. if, you, if you didn't, if you're not up on it, uh, Tyler hit number one album first week. Yep. At the same time, DJ Khaled, you know, dropped on the same Friday. He got the number two slot. So, mm-hmm. uh, the the my favorite hashtag from that was uh, uh, oh, <laughs> sort of blessed. I think oh. <laughs> hashtag sort of blessed instead of oh man, you know, yeah, but... I saw one that was like uh, we the second best yeah. or something like that. <laughs> like they were they were on him, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. I mean, I know we're going to talk about Tyler probably a little bit later as well, but. Um, you know, Khaled was on, I don't know, his little extra push. I mean, he's always been uh, respected in the hip-hop community. Um, you know, as a DJ, he started off grinding in radio stations and, and kind of the way he always made his albums. And it's just, I think, when Snapchat hit, you know, he started really pushing the Snapchat stuff. I don't know if you ever followed him on there, but, you know, just posting all the time, super positive and, oh, oh yeah. I'm so blessed. And, you know, the flowers. And, right, fla- touching oh, yeah. flowers and all this great stuff. And that was all, you know, great. And, um... You know, I felt like that persona was was genuine. Um, but, you know, kind of as this comes around and you hear some of these other stories, I guess he ran up in the offices or whatever, his label offices, you know, banging on tables and telling people y'all aren't pushing my stuff and all this and that. It's just, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of brings up that. I mean, you know, it's show business. You know, it's entertainment. With that duality that some people have, you know, where they can be, you know, super positive, but also have this other side too. And it just seems like it's so, I don't know, childish, I guess, to be on this, the number one, you know, where, where did I rank? And when I first saw it, I, I thought it was also, I think it was hip hop. He ended up being second in that. But then the overall billboard, I think he lost out to uh, the Billie Eilish too. Mm. So when I first saw that, you know, there's a little post about the mysterious music. I thought they were kind of tying her in there too. And I mean, both of those albums are different. I mean, I you know we're not going to probably talk about Eilish too much, but I was surprised that that was as good as it was. It's I didn't pre- even listen to pretty it. interesting stuff, man. I mean, I I really thought it was going to be like you know bubblegum pop type of music, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I was getting so much. But she's got some some depth in there. I think it's her brother that does all the production, so it's it, the production is really cool. And then Tyler, obviously, he's been you know changing from album to album, always dope production. And for him to be so out of touch with why people would gravitate to that was just what was so weird to me. It's like he's saying that people that like Tyler stuff are out of touch, but really it's him that looks out of touch by saying, oh, I don't understand this music and it's mysterious. And, well, just check it out. You're a DJ. You should be interested in it, you know. But uh, he's just kind of co- so caught up on that mainstream let me kind of color by numbers. Let me put this artist here. Let me do this here. And that'll be that'll make it a hit or make it a good song, you know, when really you got to get in there and, you know, hash these songs out. And that's what Tyler did. And I don't know. It's it's interesting. I guess it's still unfolding now. He's like suing Billboard, I guess. Is that yeah, next? apparently he, he was he was going to sue Billboard. And to me, I think it's I think it has a lot to do with finances. Mm-hmm. I think it's financially motivated. Where and I don't know anything about how they get paid. Right. But in the ages of streaming and stuff, they can't make all kinds of money from that. Of course, you can make you know a good amount, but it's definitely changed how people are paid. Yeah. But I I I would imagine that labels and stuff and artists negotiate like, well, if I hit number one, yeah, I need yeah extra X amount or, more. Yeah. Or just, you know. Helps you be able to get those other deals, maybe help you with negotiating the right. tour. And and um, as an artist like Khaled, who's right. had numerous number ones, mm-hmm. it makes sense to just be like, well, if I could off, like if I could put most of my income from this album that this label is going to give me, based on if I hit number one, I can count on it, so no big deal. Right. So I can right. see why he would be angry. Right. You know because he's losing out yeah yeah but at the same time yeah not a good look i can see why you deleted the ig post right you know and i mean it's i mean again it just seems like like you said i mean he's obviously we the best you know he's always focused on that we're the top you know like like you're saying i can see why the number one what it kind of reminds me of is uh, i don't know if you're i know you're into sports a little bit but like you know a lot of contracts like for nba players like if they make the all-star team Mm. Um, or they make, you know, first team all NBA or something like that. They, you know, they get a, a bonus. You know, you get just kind of extra perks based on those those ratings, you mm-hmm. know, how well you rated for the year. So it kind of feels like that is what he's so used to. But again, it just seems like he's doing his thing with blinders on and not realizing that, you know, it still comes down to the content. It comes down to the music. And, you know, if your stuff is resonating uh, or not resonating as much as somebody else, I mean, this is what you're going to end up with. Right. And, I mean, Tyler is just an interesting guy because he's always kind of stayed out of everybody's way. I mean, he's, you know, kind of was an internet troll, I guess, for a little bit, or people kind of saw him as that, I guess. But he's never been one of those to get in those type of competitions. So just for him to kind of get so worked up about him and still, I don't know how he knows nothing about him, or it seems like, you know, he's just oblivious to who he is. Right. Uh, it's just, that's just like, man, come on, you should be a little more or, in tune with your industry. Or try to work with him. 
Right. You yeah, know you what go I mean? Like, the, he's go, somebody that needs to like yeah. be on a DJ Khaled product, uh, project. You know, I could see that, you know, being. Yeah. I but, don't know. You think Tyler would do that, though? No. Yeah. <laughs> it would never happen. <laughs> I but. would bet he'd be like, uh, no. But, <laughs> no. yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. DJ Khaled definitely took took an L there. Um, and I, I hope I hope this motivates Khaled to do something different. Right. In terms of, or at least just how he rolls things out different or something like that. But I, I mean, I don't think he'll ever stop right. doing what he's what he's doing. He makes some good tracks. Did you, is it on either of your, no. yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. And I mean, I, like again, I just kind of get that feeling a lot of times where it's just plug and play of artists, you know. Yeah. The, it doesn't seem like there's necessarily a lot of chemistry on the tracks. It's just like, hey, this guy's a big name. I'm going to put him here right. with this producer. And, and, you know, that should automatically garner enough, you know, yeah. clicks and views based on those those outside elements. Right. And, um, you know, I won't say, like, that way of making records is dead. I mean, I always think of, like, you know, P. Diddy kind of did the same way with, you know, just putting whoever he can in there. But, um, you know, when you, when you kind of do it so just feels like so obvious yeah obvious or just kind of you know hey i'm gonna send you this track you get on it there was no collaboration really it was just let's just get it done yeah i mean i think there's rooms for that in the game always because it's kind of just great promotion for artists and whoever you are but to also expect it to be the most you know digested music especially as widely as there is to digest music today right it's got to fall back i mean he's he's become a meme in himself with a lot of that other stuff so just you know be a little bit more chill let your your music steal you the best but you know if you don't get number one every time just just pump the brakes a little bit it's but okay yeah. yeah it's all right but i don't know he's got a, he's got a kid to feed now he's got a side <laughs> you know so he might be a little a little more worked up with all that so right right uh did you watch did you watch kanye did you watch uh sunday service uh, yeah, I watched those on and off. I mean, it, they were real mysterious with it. With you know, you see the clips, so I'd always just see the clips. I was like, well, what, is there gonna be a full thing of this or, yeah. or what? And then um, it, it the name leaves me. The big you know uh, concert, the big thing they had where he did the headlining uh, set. Yeah, y'all know what we talking about. The the big thing he was not on Bonnaroo. the big hill, not Bonnaroo, Coachella. Coachella, Coachella. Um, so you know when he did that, it, it seemed like I don't know. Everybody was so interested in it and then when it got to that i don't know i mean people still seem to like it but then i, I kind of saw like a negative turn of it which you, you were just calling it a minute ago what would you call it what the kanye uh the cult the, <laughs> the kanye <laughs> cult so um and but yeah i mean when i saw that i was kind of like man this is it's kind of weird now that i like see it like on a big scale you know um so i don't know it was, it was interesting i mean i i get how he likes to you know kind of shake things up i mean he kind of put the twitter down and was focusing on that, which was good. Um, but then there was something else with the the merch for that, right? Like people were getting worked up. Yeah, yeah. People, I I liked the. So I was off that day and mm-hmm. I had nothing to do, so I I turned it on and it was good music. It's just good music, right? You know, good instrumental. It's not like it, it was a lot of gospel kind of focus, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Kanye's music just in a instrumentation, you know what I mean, with right. a choir. So it was dope. I hope they, you know put it out one right, day right you know but um yeah the merch caught some uh caught some flack because uh, of course it's expensive yeah because any top tier artist is going to have expensive merch right. but it's a, it, it was just you know the plain like pastel color that he's been doing for a lot of his merch and said like holy spirit i think on it in a circle right it's just kind of like yeah and god then, loves and, yeah yeah and then all. he had uh socks for fifty dollars that that that's a church socks on it I oh think. man and uh well. but but 
people people were like mad about it, but I just don't understand the anger really. Like I, I'm a I'm a Kanye like stan, I guess. Right. But at the same time, it's like any other artist that is of that level, which there are a few, yeah, only are going to have expensive merch, right? You know what I mean? They're going to have. Plus, you think about. He, he, you know, Kanye, the designer, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not thinking in that realm. Yeah. Right. And you think about the people who are going to go buy that. If it was cheaper, more people would buy it. And then they would just turn around and flip it on eBay True. for twice the, the amount. You yeah. Know I, I mean? never thought about that. And yeah. That, that's and that kind of happens protecting them. with the $250 sweater, you know, right. It, right. it just does it. So, so to me, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to get mad about it because right. he's still, you know, it's real rare. Mm-hmm. Value Kanye value, so whatever it says, regardless, I, like it doesn't matter to me. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know, people people criticize like the quality of it as if it could be like a Hanes tea or something oh, like right. that. People are like, I can't believe he's selling <laughs> it for two hundred fifty dollars, but yeah. yeah. But at the same time, people do that all the time with everything else. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. like uh, Supreme. Mm-hmm. They're selling like bricks with the logo on it. For, right. You know, it's it's, it's all the same. It's yeah. all the same. So anyway. Yeah, Kanye cult. I don't know. We'll see if it's a full fledged <laughs> cult or just uh, it was just for the no. Sunday service stuff. So, right. But, I don't uh, think it's cult yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, it was well thought out. I mean, just the whole you know those the way those sh- little short videos were coming out, remixed of the songs with the gospel vibe. Everybody's yeah. wearing the same. You know, like man, what this what this is, is going a, on? This is crazy looking. You know, yeah. but also like you know it was interesting. So, but um, you know, you 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 mentioned yeah you didn't get to watch the David Letterman interview yet. No, I didn't. Um, so on just Netflix. Give me it's, a rundown. Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. It gives a kind of a, a window of, like, Kanye is in a mental state of you know unrest or whatever mm-hmm. you know coming from yay and like prior to that. Right. So crazy year, and then like I think this whole Sunday service thing is a like back to Zen moment for him mm-hmm. where he's like in like this healing mode. Right. Where he's just trying to calm his mind down, and that's kind of the vibe that you get from that interview of like, oh okay, he's trying to like really go to this whole other space of like peace and positivity and right. that kind of thing so it's all kind of a exercise of that right and he definitely probably needed that um right on the edge of some of the other stuff and i think that's kind of what i saw where people were getting worked up was like oh well, now he's back to this religious stuff you know and that, you know i'm like well i mean he's always been the religious right he's dude. always been there and i mean everybody's like you said it has to reset has to try to find their center again somehow so i don't see why he can't do the same Right. You know, and if that's his way of going about it, you know, I, I have no problems with it. So, um, yeah. you know, but it's it's just Kanye. There's always going to be those two <laughs> ends of, you know, the spectrum on how people respond to him. So, right. You want to jump into uh, favorite albums of the year? Yeah, let's dive into what we got here so far. Um, I think we did ours a little bit differently. I, I kind of I had kind of like a few up top and then some honorable mentions, but we'll just kind of I'll kind of just run through all of them, I guess. Um, I will start with. Uh, start with two chains. Okay, that's rap. on mine too. So okay, rapper go to the league. Um, you know, two chains back at it. Uh, what I liked about the project was he. It's a little more, I guess, introspective. I mean, usually he's just kind of on his braggadocious thing, and but you know, I, I guess I learned a little bit more about two chains. Besides, obviously, you know, at some point he was doing a little bit of dirt over here, and you know, now he's flossing. But uh, I don't know. I, I like how he had like the skit from his like. Uh, basketball intro you know like him getting uh, introduced you know we knew he balled but that and then he talked about his coach a little bit more 
And um, I think some other people I saw were bringing it up kind of like in the vein of a uh, 444, where it's just like you see a rapper kind of maturation a little bit more subject mm, matter mm-hmm. like Jay-Z did on that project. And, I mean, he had great production throughout. One of my favorites is Threat. I think Threat to Society is the full name, but Ninth Wonder Beat, uh, you know, always down to hear him on something a little bit different like that was really good. And then, you know, 2 Chain's still going to do his thing the rest of the way through. Got bangers on there. So, uh, rapper go to the league is one of mine. Yeah, yeah, same here. 2 Chain is one of my favorite rappers yep. um, because you can listen to his tracks and then go back and then you're like, oh, man, he – I didn't realize he said that. Like yeah, he's he, it's got, got layers to it. It's got a little in there. And uh I really like this project too. I liked uh how he's got strong concepts. Mm-hmm. Like he did the uh Pretty Girls Like Trap music, had a lot of success. So he kind of doubled down on that, did another uh, you know, strong concept, strong color scheme with right. the, you know, like instead of the pink trap house, he went with the yellowish yellow basketball, yeah. you know, hoop, you know, and uh, you know, strong calm. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, his marketing's plays, on point. Yeah, all that plays so much into it. And like yeah. you said, that last project, I mean, yeah, that got huge with the pink and there was like little there were people making houses around there was a house, uh-huh. I guess. People yeah. going to the house and so yeah, I mean now you have to think like that, you know. Um yeah. just so how he, your things are designed digitally, yeah. He made it like a whole he makes it a whole thing mm-hmm. and uh i like that i like how he rolls out albums um at first i was because i was looking forward to it and it came out at the top of the year yeah and you know I, at first i was like well there it is you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i, I felt kind of like there. there's a couple sleepers on there like uh like uh i didn't really like what was the one um uh, with uh man it's gonna bother me The one with Wayne on it. Oh, right. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I'm Real or whatever it is. $2 Bill. Yep. So, like, it makes sense. That's like a layup type of song for him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, sometimes I don't like those type of projects where it's like, oh, this is that type of record. This is that type of record. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand he's like that type of artist. Mm -hmm. So he kind of has to make those kind of... Just to keep, you know, keep his little... Yeah, so... But at the same time, I keep coming back to this album, and I think it's going to be one of the stronger ones for the year so far, because of uh, it's got staying power, mm-hmm. like a lot of albums don't these days. So right, right. It, it's definitely his best album so far. Yeah, no, that's I, a good I, one. I like it, man. Um, like I said, the Two Chains and Wayne collabs. Yeah, they're you know what was it? Uh, what was it called? Holly Grove. Holly Grove. Yeah, you know they did that, and I mean, so you kind of you get you expect you know Wayne yeah. to pop up somewhere. Um, but, was, I know. mean, he had a dope verse on there too. Right. It's just like the concept, of the music, uh, the 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 track just didn't. Right. Right. But really, everything else has just grown on me. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it's solid, man. Two chains doing his thing. So. Yeah. Um, I'll pick one. Okay. Uh, I really liked Yellow Wolf's Trump Music Three. Ah, yeah, I got that too. Yeah. So we can go there. Um, yeah. So, ha- how often do you pay attention to Yellow Wolf? I like Yellow Wolf, man. Um. You know, I wasn't right on the, when Trunk Music 1 came out, I wasn't right there, you know, like anticipating it. But, you know, once it kind of garnered and I got listens to it, I was like, man, this is really dope. And I mean, being from where we're from, from Texas, it's just like, to me, Yellow Wolf kind of has that appeal of like a guy I went to, went to school with or something, right. you know, like there's this real country dude, but he can still, he can spit. Right. You know, he's, he's real well versed in Southern hip hop. And so I always like, you know, how he went on with Trunk Music, um, and you know he kind of he kind of branched out. He got the deal with with Shady, 
And, you know, he was kind of trying to uh, expand his horizons a little bit. And I think it worked sometimes, but other times it's a little tricky. I liked Radioactive a lot. So, I mean, how much do I follow what Yellow Wolf has coming out? Since Trump Music won pretty much every project, I at least yeah. check it out. Yeah. Give it a listen. And um, Wait, it, go ahead. Well, like the crossover appeal for him is real hard because he's so sa- he's so Southern. Right. Like it's I think a lot of people love him in this region, mm-hmm. but you just don't know Right. You know what I mean? He's got like a real cult kind of following. Yeah. I don't keep up with him. I, I checked out his last project, which was, uh, I don't know, it's like a car burning or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, man, this dude can spit. Mm-hmm. It's like, he, he's such a good storyteller. He's such a good, uh, like, he puts you there. Mm-hmm. He can really paint a picture and, and put you there. What is that? Trial by fire. Trial by fire. So yeah. it was dope. Mm-hmm. It was really like, but but it was real strong in the narrative type of like in in the narrative way. Oh yeah. Whereas just, trunk music is more like I can bangers. Yeah, let me let yeah. me spit for y'all. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the but the whole album was so dope. I was and it, it came at a time where I was like, man, is anything good gonna come out this year? Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. came right at the right time. Right. Even right. the features are freaking dope. Yeah, yeah. It didn't didn't go too you know, it didn't reach too far. Like I said, when he had the the first Shady album, I think was Radioactive, and that's the one where they took a lot of a lot of chances on, on features and trying to, you know, branch him out. But I think with this one, you know, he kinda scaled it back. Uh DJ Paul on a lot of the production, as well as Jim Johnson, guys he's worked with for like a long time. So it just took it back to that trunk music feel. And um, you know, from just people that got down with Yellow Wolf at trunk music, as he did these other albums, you know, there's always that Let's, let's get some more trunk music in here. Right. You know, like everybody wanted him to go back to that. But on the crossover appeal, I also thought early on, like, I was like, this, again, because of the reason I'm like, I know tons of people that, you know, like this kind of music or just came up with hip hop but still love country or that vibe. I was like, somebody's going to, somebody's going to knock that down. And like you said, he maybe is a little too out there for the, for the mainstream to get behind him on that, on the country tip. But, you know, as we can see, we don't have to say the name of the song, but this hip hop. <laughs> country crossover thing has right. finally you know blown up on a you know more yeah. kind of a younger level but i was always like yeah this guy can can rap you know in the classic southern way we like but he can still sing like you said on trial by fire there's a lot of just ballads just that's true country songs on there you know and i'm like i think that's what you know people will gravitate to but uh i'm glad to see he came back with trump music three you know right back to the slum right back to what made trump music one so dope Obviously, you know, tons of low end, tons of bass. Yeah. And I mean, just, yeah, spitting, man. The, yeah. Uh, the spitting and, that he and, always brings. And, and they got the, like, the acoustic kind of live instrumentation of the beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not trap. Right. Re- you know, it, it's just booming yeah. southern beats. Yeah, it's more it, of the older, the era before trap got so big, you know. Right, like right. I said, around the, you know, working with DJ Paul, but, you know, that 3-6 Mafia mm-hmm. vibe, you know, a, a lot of that that's real strong in there, so... Um, uh, after I like this, I, I figured out the he did a lot of YouTube freestyles. Yeah, did you watch any of those? They're dope. Uh, I saw a few. They're I know good. he did the he had like the diss of who's, yeah. who's he dissing? Uh, he dissed a couple people. Oh, like Post Malone and yeah, some yeah, other Post people. Malone, yeah. I saw that one. Um, you know, which I don't know. I, I get why he, you know did it, which is weird though, because on this album, one of my favorite tracks is Rowdy, uh, which has MGK on it. Mm. And I mean, you know, he's still on. He this, did his thing on that too. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but he's still on the Eminem label, so I was like, how does how does that work out? You know, right. but I guess I think this is his last album, so maybe he's like, hey, I'm cool with MGK. This is my last album, so I'm gonna put who I want on it, and then yeah, peace out. I guess. Yeah, I'm wondering what he'll do. 
Yeah, I'm I'm guessing he's done with with Shady and them. I mean, I think it was a good look and a good thing at the time. But again, I think he's so unapologetically Southern with kind of his approach to stuff. It kind of reminds me of Big Crit a little bit. Yeah, not maybe not to Crit's level, but you know, it's it's hard to make him cross over into that mainstream right. stuff just because he's, he's he's best when he's just doing doing him doing yeah. what he does. Yep. Cool man, so, Yellow Wolf Trunk Music Three. What's your next? Uh, let's see. Okay, next, I guess I'm gonna go. I'll go to. I can't remember if I brought him up in the honorable mentions at 2018 with his last project, but I'm gonna go to Denzel Curry with uh, Zoo. Yeah, I is the name of that one. Yeah, I I've, so. I, I had that on my like tentative list, mm-hmm. but it's not really. I I've only listened. I, I have listened to it twice. Right. But what would you think about it? What, I, I didn't really check out Taboo that much. Yeah, Taboo. There is okay. Yeah, Taboo was was really. Uh, I mean, it's pretty experimental on my end. I mean, Denzel Curry in in, in general or just overall is kind of a. I mean, he he's a, he steps outside the box. You know, he has a mm-hmm. lot more of the the heavy rock influences. He actually just did this um, a cover of Rage Against the Machine, uh, Bulls on Parade. There's mm. this YouTube thing called Like a Version. So it's all these like up and coming artists, but they remix like classic songs or they just cover them. You know, but just kind of put that little spin on it. So he had that out. So I mean, he obviously. Is really big on you know rock and you know kind of that boombastic. Where's uh, he from? Florida, Miami. Oh, okay. I want to say. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he's from he's from there. But I mean, he's always been kind of a a different character. You know, he does a lot of stuff with. Uh, Forget their name now. Um, it'll come in a minute. But uh, you know, he gets with the the different hip hop acts. But with Zoo, he kind of he kind of pulled it back a little bit. Whereas Taboo was a little more uh, experimental and and you know really kind of cutting edge as far as production and you know his rapping and a lot of yelling on there and a lot of different things like that he kind of brought it back i think he's got a beat with a, a song that take Keith did the beat on this one mm-hmm. so it's a lot more accessible you know for, for denzel curry uh you know obviously his fans love what he does but i think for him to get a bigger fan base you know he's got to be able to kind of cross over and do some things like that so yeah uh, like i didn't check out taboo primarily because it was so experimental right and i heard it was experimental i didn't even like give it a chance to be honest because i like experimental stuff but i also gotta like like where you're kind of going yeah so it's it's pretty heavy it's like i heard it was heavy and dark and all that Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm not in the mood right for it so but i did check out this this album and it's it's good it's it's uh it's different it's got like you know, it's pretty heavy on hooks and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it's pretty dope. Like, I'd play it. It's good. Yeah, like, uh, the track I like is uh, Speedboat, and, I mean, it, it comes across as, a, you know, a very, I wouldn't say safe, but, you know, right where hip-hop is right now. But if you know Denzel Curry, to kind of hear him pull it back, still yeah. be able to do that style well, um, you know, and then still have some of the different stuff that he has on there. That was really dope. Another song, Ricky, is on there with a pretty good message. I think it's talking about his dad and kind of, kind of life lessons he told him coming up but still with a with a cool beat to it so uh yeah denzel curry zoo I, like i said i think i missed him at honorable mentions i like his career trajectory i guess you mm-hmm. know he's able to do something different then still pull it back a little bit uh be a little more accessible but uh you know always pretty quality stuff from denzel curry so shout out to him dope um my next one would be your old droog All it wasn't right. even close yeah. Have you checked that Droog. out? Uh, I've heard a little bit of it. Uh, I can't say I've, I've gone all the way through it, but I, I've heard some Euro Drew before. Uh, you know, not really a throwback artist, but just, you know, it gives me that, obviously, the MF Do vibes. Right. Uh, but, yeah. you know, just 
something that there's not a lot of out there right now. So I always like it. Yeah, I I didn't even know about him uh, oh, yeah. until a couple years ago. He came out with something and um, uh, what was it? Dead End. Mm-hmm. I think reviewed it or, or something like that. They put me onto him, and then um, I liked what I heard. And he came out with this album, and I checked it out. And man, I played it. I think I was working out or something and played it front to back. And it's so refreshing to hear that type of production, which is kind of like, you know, kind of boom bat type of production. Like you said, he's got, he's got bars. He's, he's, he's a punchline type, Mm -hmm. type rapper. He's more like, uh, uh, like a MF doom. My wife was listening to, uh, like he, he just came out with another album so he, he did it wasn't even close like a couple months ago a okay. few months ago and then he just came out with his other album called transportation which i, I checked out it's more like melodic kind of mm-hmm. thing like okay. this one's more bar heavy right this other one's more like melodic kind of songs you know okay. Okay. but um still dope and then uh chelsea was nodding her head to it she was like man this, this is like the first thing that you've played in a while that i've been like yeah <laughs> there you go uh she was like he kind of sounds like nas he does have a kind of nas type of feel to him yep and uh but yeah i just really enjoyed the album um if you if you just like rap music if you like rap mm-hmm. and, and 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 lyricism right he's definitely got it right so well, yeah man shout out to your old droog man <laughs> i don't know every time i hear his name i don't know if that's what it's from is do you ever watch that like old greg skit <laughs> for some reason i always think of that like <laughs> it's from that somehow is his name but i don't, I don't know i if don't it know is. what his name is from but uh yeah like you said i mean the stuff i've heard from him i was just looking i think pax was the project yeah, PAX, i heard from yeah. him first that i really was like man this is yeah like you said refreshing kind of throwback a lot of uh you know, artists aren't really doing that right now. Kind of reminds you of that Stone's Throw era, right? Which I don't know who he's signed to or whatever, but I think he's independent. Independent, yeah. Well, it has that that vibe to it, so I didn't know if he was rocking with him or or not. You know, maybe that's why it had that vibe. But uh, yeah, man, I like I like your old Drew. So shout out to him. What's your next? Uh, next, I'm gonna go to uh, somebody we both went and saw live, Mr. Bun B. Oh yeah, yeah. We both went to the concert at Clicks. Uh, Man, in the last that was year. on my. You yeah. had it on there, okay? Yeah, Trill Static. Um, which that was is, kind of an honorable mention for me. Yeah, right. I mean, that's where it was on me, really. But um, it was just a really cool concept. I mean, we didn't get to it in news, but I mean, yeah, Bun came into the year with that whole home invasion thing. Man, yeah. So I mean, that that was kind of a deal, right? Man, we could have lost Bun B. Yeah, yeah. It was but- really crazy, man. Um, I just watched a little bit of the Breakfast Club interview with that, and yeah, I mean it's a crazy story. I mean, so man, uh, but luckily you he know lit him up too. He did not. Yeah, he, he, he went at it. <laughs> he once had no he time. Had some times, man. So I mean, you know, he had his had his wife. So I mean, I kind of can understand why he for sure reacted the way he did. But yeah, I mean, just thinking about that. I mean, Nipsey thing it happened in that you hear that bun store, and it's just like man, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also making music. Like I swear, this came out or they did this right after that happened like maybe the next few weeks or you know within a month right and it was just really cool uh how they went about doing this um you know i just was you know on the twitter doing my thing and it's like you know bun b and static selector are going to be recording an album in 24 hours so check out the live stream so uh you know within that time you tune in you see him in the studio knocking out tracks and i mean they did this whole album i guess in about 24 hours or right at it uh, it was all streamed, yep. and uh, I mean, turned out dope. Still, uh, Static Select is a dope producer, uh, DJ, Very. and then obviously Bun B can do his thing. So um, I yeah. just really enjoyed a how they went about making it. I never heard of another album being done like that, 
And I mean, they had a lot of dope people come through. Big Crit came through on the track. Had Talib Kweli. Um, also had a pretty good one with um, Fat Joe, which you know I never know him to be. It seemed like he'd be like a real slow working type of cat, but you know that's part of the live stream I caught was him working with uh, Fat Joe on that track. And um, my, probably one of my favorite ones was called I Know with like a singer, a Hail Supreme. I never heard of him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of just, you know, dope kind of New York, East Coast beats. Cool to hear Bun B over all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then be able to come together, collaborate, and knock something out in 24 hours. That was as good as it was. So Yeah. That's yeah. I, got I like this stand. project more than his his solo album, really. Right. Like, it, it was just, uh, I guess I like the production more. Mm-hmm. Like, the produ- like I like Static Selecta's production. And yeah, the story just around it and how they built it. I remember them going live on Twitter or whatever, but, you know, it, people are going live and doing stuff. I'm like, I, okay. Right. You know, right. Uh, but, but yeah, it and I think it was late. I was like, man, I can't, I yeah, can't, I, I mean, can't do this. <laughs> it's, it's the East Coast time, so I don't know exactly right. what it was, but I mean, I just remember, yeah, just seeing it. Hey, we're doing this yeah. right now, and it's like, that's a, what? That's a dope project, yeah. For sure. So, uh, uh, shout out to them, man. What you got next? My next was uh, T Grizzly's album. Have you heard that? Okay, I have not. I know people have been on the T Grizzly, so you got to fill me in. Yeah. So T Grizzly, uh, he's a younger guy from Detroit, right? And um, he's come out with. This is his third album. Right. And the reason I like him is because he, he, his delivery is like, it's super clear. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a storyteller. Okay. He's got kind of a, a unique flow. You right. know, it's not something that you really heard before. He's, he's, he's one of his own, you know, but, um, it's, it's pretty dope. And then this album in particular, uh, Timbaland got a hold oh, of it. Wow. And I, I was just, uh, watching a interview with him and apparently he got connected with Timbaland through Kanye. Hmm. So he was hanging out with Kanye. Right. Through I some think other that's stuff. Heard, like he was supposed to be coming up on something. Yeah. With Kanye. Yeah. And so, uh, it's a dope album. Um, check it out, man. I, I mean, think, I've heard some tracks here or there, you know, and like, I mean, he's been, you know, he's coming up, he's coming, you know, that kind yeah. of deal. And I think he, did he chime in on the Khaled thing or something? I think I saw a headline. It was just like, mm-hmm. T Grizzly chimes in on yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, he's okay. got a, He's just got a good flow. Um, his last two albums are all right. You know, you could kind of tell they're just, you know, he's a younger guy, you mm-hmm. know, so he's just still kind of figuring things out. But this one, it's got some good, it's got some good tracks and the production's really, really good. So, um, had to is a really good one. Okay. Um, what else? Had to's dope. That's probably my favorite track. Um, but uh, you know, a few of them, like I, I like all of them. Um, there's not really any one that I skip. I might, there, there's a couple that he sings on, which is a little different. He doesn't sing very often, but he sounds <laughs> all right. So I'll skip some of the single ones, right. you know, but, um, it's, it's a, it's a dope, it's a dope album. T okay, Grizzly scriptures. Shout out. Check it out. Uh, next up for me, I think we're going to go across the pond over to the London town. No joke. Yeah. Um, with this is actually a female MC as well. Um, there's a pretty a couple of good you know female MC uh, projects came out. Just a quick shout out to Megan The Stallion. I thought that was a pretty good project. <laughs> that was as a good well. project. Um, you know, because I mean she's coming through with kind of the you know the southern southern vibe. You know, kind of the twerking stuff, but she can still rap. So I like that. But she can definitely rap. Yeah, yeah, and she was actually in Tyler a little while back as well. Um, was she? True, yeah, True Virtue. The homies with True Virtue that uh, helped with the Paul Wall show that actually got him in here too. They had him in Tyler a while back. So she's you know out on tour doing the thing. So shout out to Megan Stallion. But this artist is across the pond, London town. 
I'm not saying that to be funny, but she is. It's a UK rapper. Her name is Little Sims. I don't know if you heard of her, but yeah, um, yeah, really good. I've liked some of her previous work. Um, she has a really cool song with Kaylani called uh, "Table" that came out a few years back. One the first thing I heard from her, but one I just really liked. And her album was called "Gray Area." Which uh, it's it's really good. Before, like I said, I mean, she's always been kind of a, a lyricist, a lyricist, a spitter. Um, so she still brought that to the table here. Um, I think she just turned twenty five, so I think that's why it's called like gray area of like being in the mid twenties, mm. kind of trying to navigate that, which is uh, always fun. But uh, yeah, I mean, lyrically, she really did step it up on this one as well. Just uh, very proficient with the flows, um, a lot of upbeat stuff. But also some some laid back uh, vibes. One song that's really good is called "Selfish." It's kind of the single, which is you know song hook, but she still does her thing on the verses. And another song is called "Pressure." Uh, you know, delves a lot into like I said, kind of being twenty five, that coming of age, mm-hmm. um, and also a lot with you know being a, a female MC in a you know male dominated uh, area. Uh, but just you know finding her way within that, I think, is also what's tied into great areas. So. Little Sims, if you read down for some English flows, it isn't really, what is it, grime? I don't really do the grime thing, yeah. so uh, it doesn't fall into that, you know, if, if people are like, ah, I don't yeah. want get, to get into that, you know, it's just her straight spitting, uh, pretty great production, so check it out, Little Sims. Yeah, yeah, I checked it out, uh, Needle Drop rated it really really okay. high and nice. uh he, he wore a yellow flannel for it you oh, know did so, he? Oh, yeah i didn't see that one so. so uh that's what that's who put me onto her and then i added it to my playlist i got like 700 songs in a 2019 nice. playlist so i could keep up with it nice but um i you know it, it didn't hit me as well like i, I guess it, it's one of those things it's, it's a kind of a moody type of album yeah and um I didn't feel like being in that mood, right. but at the same time, it's got good instrumentation. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But another artist across the pond that I really enjoyed was Skepta's new. Oh, uh, really? Album. Okay, I didn't yeah. hear all of that. Like I said, I don't, I don't go to across I, yeah, the pond too much. I know. I'm not gonna sit here and lie, but I don't um, either. This is probably the most that I've done yeah. because I checked out hers uh, briefly. But I'll have to, you know, since you recommend, I'm gonna have to go back. Um, and then I, I checked out Skepta's, okay. and I've heard a, I've heard Skepta before. Yeah. Um, he had the song with ASAP Rocky last year. Yep. Uh, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that melody and all that, like that bounce gets right. stuck in your head. Like yeah, I, can, dope. I can still like recall it, you know, from now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I checked it out and it's a good album. I enjoyed it. Like okay. I really, um, I'll go back to it. It's, it's got a good bounce to it. Yeah. Another kind of refreshing type of album. You know, it's not, trap heavy it's not drug heavy it's not all this stuff and then like the way that they turn beats and and flows it's just a little bit different a little different yeah so so it's like man this is like it's like wow not everybody has to rap like america you know right and like so he's got some good storytelling in there and uh yeah it was just a real interesting album skeptics uh i can't remember what it's called though yeah i like the the praise the lord feature and like you said i mean with the with some of the you know rap from england or overseas it mm-hmm. gets a little you know it gets a little tedious sometimes because we're not quite or i'm not used to those those rhyme patterns those rhyme schemes um and just you know when you delve into that grime era i don't i, I don't get too much into that you know outside of uh the man's not hot song or whatever that dude made <laughs> i was kind of making fun of it <laughs> yeah. but um <laughs> yeah. you know but bro, bro. yeah but uh you know, that's why I did like the Little Sims. I'm sure Skeptic's kind of the same thing where it's it's still very lyrical. Uh, you know, 
like I said, it's you can understand. It's weird to say, but you can understand it. Like, there's not a lot of like right. heavy English sure. lingo yeah. or stuff. You know, like I was still right there with it. You know, you just you know you get the difference in the A's and a few words pronounced there here and there. But you know, lingo wise and subject matter, I could I could ride with that Sims, and I'm sure Skeptics is the same way. Yeah, for you. So, uh, any other ones that you want to highlight? Uh, I've got one left, and I'm guessing we're gonna have the same one. So, if you had some other ones before that one, no. He's got one left. I know two. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at it. We're at Tyler the Creator. Yeah, Igor. Um, yeah, man. What do you think of this album? I think, uh, you know, I didn't know what to expect really mm-hmm. going into it, and uh, it's good music. Yeah, it's just good. I mean, I remember when we were talking about, um, you know, coming in and, and doing a kind of the middle of the year recap uh, video. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember you just kind of being like, "Well, I hope." You know, I hope something really, really good comes out before we get to it, you know, and then I think the next week or so, you know, the Tyler dropped. And for me right now, I mean, it's it's up there as, you know, should be up there for album of the year, rap album of the year as well. I mean, there's not a lot of rapping on it. And, I mean, I think we talked a little bit about Tyler Creator. I mean, I respect his comeuppance, the whole uh, Odd Future movement, right? how they did things, but I never was a big, big fan of his rapping. Like, there's a few tracks on, like, Bastard that I really liked. And, you know, some of the other stuff, but sometimes a little too dark. I just don't really like the tone of his voice sometimes. It's a little too deep and... Yeah. Yeah. So um, that always kind (laughs) of held me back. And as he he went away from that, there's a lot of tracks on Flower Boy that I would vibe with, uh, Cherry Bomb, but, you know, then there comes the rapping, and I'm like, oh, man, wow. Yeah. Let's see what else we got, you know. So production-wise, I mean, this guy's been on a crazy fucking rise of just great production right um but with me what always kind of held me back again was when he'd start spitting i just couldn't get into it so what i liked about ego a lot was all that great production is there um it's kind of got some lo-fi vibes to it sometimes instrumentation or just on his voice but less tyler vocals there's less (laughs) or when he's in there it's pitched up or it's just he's put some distortion on it so it's just not so in your face and it fits to uh i guess the story of the album the music and um you know, a lot of times he's he's not even there. You know, it's just him on the production, and he might, you know, say a few sparse words, and here comes a guest artist. So I just, I really like how he went about producing the entire album, use, utilizing the guests. Kind of reminded me of, like, Kanye on um, kind of Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy a little bit, where, you know, he's just kind of curating it all and making it a, a cohesive project to tell yeah. his story. But he's, you know, piecing in these different artists and, and different things throughout. So yeah. Um, how about you? What, what were you? Feeling? No, I, I agree. When I, when I played it, I played it on my big speakers uh, at the house, you mm-hmm. know, just to give it a good. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't stay up for albums. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I wait till Friday morning. Oh, I got and you. I play yeah. them, you know, yeah. instead of like waiting for Thursday midnight, you know? Right. Like, uh, so that morning, I played it and it's it's a shorter album. It's like 30 40 it's like 45 minutes or something like that. Right. Uh, it's it's under an hour. Mm-hmm. So pretty much I listened to the whole thing while getting ready and okay. got to listen to a good amount of it and I was just it was just so nice to listen to some it was just good music. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. I didn't have to pay attention really to the lyrics too much mm-hmm. and to enjoy it and um yeah, it was just it, it was just great instrumentation. I really liked Fla- Flower Boys production mm-hmm. um was it two years ago or a year ago yeah maybe two. um and uh i really love the production but I, i'm kind of like you like i like tyler's 
rap like he can rap yeah. he can put some words together yeah, in rap. like creative ways but yeah like sometimes his voice will take you totally out of it mm-hmm. it was just like mm-hmm. it suck it soaks up everything around it right so the pitching and stuff i i enjoyed because you can just kind of let it play mm-hmm. and you can really re- let the whole album repeat which right. is rare these days too yeah and um so i really like the the textures of it just it's just a beautiful album to listen to um and it, it doesn't have a lot of Tyler's voice that just kind of yeah. sucks you out of it. So, um, yeah, salute to him. He, he he deserves all the credit because he did the whole thing. Yeah. And um, it's just amazing to see this dude's growth right. from, you know, Odd Future Wolfgang. Yeah, wilding out, jumping around, yeah. you know, yeah. eating roaches and all that, whatever he's doing. Exactly. Um, so it's, 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 it's just really interesting to watch him grow. So protect Tyler at all costs. We need him. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean – we talked on the Khaled thing. It's just interesting to see it kind of come full circle and, and, and back to that where although, you know, everybody's in the hashtag era or the, you know, the big names and everything, it still can come back to just good music, you know? And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, Igor is it, I think, for Tyler. I mean, right now that's the album, I mean, maybe out of everything, everybody's going to be chasing for the rest of the year, I think. Oh, yeah. Um Oh yeah, because it's 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 that good, and I mean he's he's selling too. He's selling records. I think he sold out Madison Square Garden already for a and concert. His, his so. audience is like got a big crossover. Right. Like you talk about trying to get crossover appeal, like DJ Khaled's strategy of like, well, let's just get everybody on, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, you know, and and do a lot of features and stuff, but. Tyler's music just has crossover appeal. There's right. people who like indie rock that like Tyler. There's people right. who that's, that's the thing. I think when the beginning of Our Future was coming up and they were kind of this the, you know, the outcast or this different mm-hmm. thing in hip hop, I think people that, you know, didn't listen to much hip hop or were kind of looking for an on ramp if they're big rock fans or something, I think it was was that. Yeah. So I think a lot of them are still there. They're they're growing up with Tyler as well. So yeah. now they got a little more money, they can go buy the albums, buy the concert tickets. And so, yeah, just seeing that kind of that market or that demographic of people stick with him, ride all the way up. And now he's got, you know, a really a solid just overall album. I yeah. mean, it's hip hop, but I think just overall, you know, it, it's it's just a great album. So, yeah. In the, the Kanye example, I think or the comparison is is spot on, too, just because, um, you know, you talk about DJ Khaled as a curator mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's what he does. Right. Tyler loosely yeah very yeah, loose <laughs> it's like it's like whereas Tyler's like a true curator yeah. music you know musician mm-hmm. you know he comes at it as like a musician not a DJ right you know so um yeah and I mean just also on that real quick just I mean I'm big on production I mean the uh Neptune's influence on there is huge yeah. I mean there's a lot of Kanye influence you can feel it in Igor but I mean that's a lot of the pianos I just you know reminds me of the early uh, you know Pharrell Neptune's vibes and I mean he's he's said tons of times you know he's a big you know Neptune's mm-hmm. uh, person you know so he studied the producers that came before him put that all back into, into his own his own mix and it's great I mean just tracks I, was, I mean I think Earthquake might be the song of the year something's got to come get it because uh, again I mean that's just a great melody great song yeah you know and you know uh, again, just a little bit of Tyler in there, but use some different uh, features. Uh, Igor's theme, the first one, and then one I really like is the Gone, Gone, Thank You. And that's the one I probably listen to the lyrics the most. I mean, you know, this whole ride of a relationship, and then they break up, and, mm-hmm. and then kind of once he's getting over it, you know, that just the way that song um, plays out is, is really interesting, I think, and, uh, you know, kind of getting over a relationship and realizing, hey, it's not going to work out, but things still, you know, were great when they were great. Um, 
but it's time to it's time to move on. So yeah, uh, and it's dope that like you can tell a great album when it's on. It's like I don't even know like the tracks necessarily, mm-hmm. but you can you can know the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's almost it communicates to you just as it is. You, you it's not like you just pick up on the vibe of all the records and stuff, right. and it takes you through it instead of like. Oh, okay. He like you have to rely on him to tell you something. You right. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. this, you know, it's like e- everything it's around it. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it. It all kind of um, it, it. It's all curated in that that perfect vessel of you know. This is how I want you to feel mm-hmm. along with everything that I'm saying. Right. And even if you don't pick up what you're saying exactly, it's there. You right. know what I mean? Right. So that's what I really enjoyed about it. Like like after the first listen, couldn't really pick up all the all the lyrics right but i knew that it was like a breakup type of album like you mm-hmm. know what it was a love story that he was telling yeah so um yeah that's that's it's a great album well done well done sir tyler anything else man uh well, we're gonna talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to for the rest oh, yeah. of the year what are, you, what are you looking forward to uh first of all i think it should be coming up here pretty quick is gonna be the freddie gibbs and mad lib project oh uh, yeah whole album they got a few singles out now Freddie's uh, been on a tear too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been dropping stuff. They did the first album. I can't remember what year that was. Pinata, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's a few years back. So they got back together. It's gonna be called Bandana. So, looking forward to that. That's gonna be dope. Yeah. Um, other ones. Let me see. Put them down somewhere over here. Oh well, I don't know if there'll be an album, but they did announce they're getting back together, little brother. Mm, so yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. happy about yeah, that. Yeah, really excited. So hopefully they drop some before the year's out on that, but um, just sure patiently waiting. Should be good. Uh, while I'm on the Ninth Wonder tip, I guess there's uh, Murs and Ninth Wonder coming out with an album here in a little bit, which has got a very long and weird title, but it's like the Iliad is dead and the Odyssey is alive or something like that. Yeah. But I'm a big Murs fan, uh, Ninth Wonder fan, so excited for that. And uh, then I think you got one? Go ahead. Well, Crit. Crit, yeah, Crit's about to hit pretty quick, like, right? like this next month or something like that. So yep. happy to see that happening. Um, his his latest track was good. His latest single, uh, it's good to see him like actually doing and knowing that he's doing exactly what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of doing the independent stuff. Um, who else? Um, who else? I'm not sure of anybody else that I'm really like, you know. Oh, uh, uh, man, not Jidden them. Uh, who is? It? Oh, just Dreamville. Yeah, Dreamville. The, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know exactly on that either. I mean, I've heard that it's gonna it's gonna hit this summer. I guarantee it. But right, it's uh, they that, all that changed their track. avatars to some yeah. color or something. Very. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes I, I wish like some of these release cycles were, you know, a month shorter, right, you know, because right. it's like, come on, man, just drop it. But um, I, I think that's going to be really dope. It won't be like album of the year or whatever, but right. I know there's going to be some good tracks out of it. Yeah, I mean, um, Jid, I mean, I think we both, we both have them. I know I had him on mine for the uh, end yeah. of the year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's DiCaprio dope, too. And, yeah, DiCaprio too. And, you know, if J. Cole's involved, it should it should be up to, up to par there, so... I'm uh, interested for that. Um, one other one, I'm trying to find the post because I know I saw that shit earlier. 
uh, run oh, the jewels. Run the jewels. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I just saw like they had shared some cups and they had like something in September. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm guessing a, that was a release. They were hanging at Rick Rubin's, right? Uh, okay. Or something like that. So yeah, that's gonna be dope. Yeah. So excited that's for that. And then one more I'll throw in. I guess Nas lost tapes too. Oh yeah. So you know a lot of a lot of good stuff to look forward to, man. Um, so you know the first part of this year was it, it started a little slow i think as far as musically but maybe this last bit we'll we'll get some real heavy hitters here and see what we get so yeah definitely yeah, awesome yeah. man well what do you think up in hip-hop heads group definitely uh-uh. uh leave your comments and stuff like that trey uh shout out to you he says uh he's talking about grime and uh, skeptic. skeptic getting some love so there you go. i saw that he posted about that not too long ago and then ian ferguson thanks for the comment uh what up what up and uh yeah Hip Hop Heads group is really dope, man. And I think uh, Aaron for making it, man. It's it's just great to get to you know bounce different uh, albums coming out. You right. know when these topics come out, we get to talk about it. Yeah, and, and I love uh, the uh, like I, I love seeing other like clips and stuff of other people's you know uh, that that people contribute. It's, mm-hmm. it's been fun to like you know like uh, uh, James put in the Rozelle oh, right. uh, beatboxing <laughs> with Slick Rick earlier. It's yep. just like man, I haven't thought about. Rozelle in a while right. like it's just dope to see like other people's uh you know specific interests mm-hmm. uh within hip-hop because it's so broad right you know what i mean it's we all broad. have our own i remember somebody when you posted it before was talking about i guess hip-hop getting mixed into mainstream music a little bit or something mm-hmm. they put in the something we should talk about i mean i guess we don't do it too much but at this point like you said, I mean, the spectrum's so broad. There's so much hip-hop out there from, you know, the golden era to kind of the southern movement, you know, Bun B, Paul Wall, Houston stuff, and then, you know, also kind of where we're at now. There's so many places that different people at different ages can kind of have gravitated to one artist or to one thing that, I mean, it's just a no-brainer now to, you know, in, involve it in pop and in country music and, uh, you know, a lot of these other things that yeah. just... His, uh, it's so easy now. Like a few years ago or maybe 10 years ago, it's kind of like, oh, they're just trying to ride this wave of, you know, this hip hop being popular. But now it's just like, well, no, it's just that's what everybody knows a little bit about. So mm-hmm. why not, you know, incorporate some elements uh, when you can. So Yeah, it's the biggest genre in the world. Yep. And yep. Uh, yeah, uh, Lil Nas X. Yes. His, so. <laughs> the man who won't be to name. But, uh, you know, I but don't it, hate on the song. It's good. I mean, I'm, I'm a DJ. I have to do weddings, all sorts of stuff. So I have to oh, play you, it. You have to play it a yeah. lot. And I mean, I can go to the countryest of the country wedding and still throw that in and, and, and then vibe into it. So. Man, it's crazy. It's interesting. His album's coming uh, yeah. like next month or something like that. And uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. see. Seven tracks. <laughs> we'll see. Keep it quick. Keep it quick. Yeah, guess, no joke. So. No joke. But awesome, man. I think it's a good discussion. Uh, yep, yep. We'll, we'll have a, a rap recap for uh, 2019. For sure. I guess we'll do the second half and then uh, pick our like top five or something like that mm-hmm. uh, uh, when the time comes. Yeah. So appreciate you, man. Good no hanging. No problem. Always, man. Good stuff, man. Awesome. Shout out to everybody. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Strong Con Podcast.